We are New Song, a Foursquare church in beautiful Colorado Springs. We love Jesus. We love each other. We are family. If you have any questions or prayer requests, you can always visit us simply by going to newsongcs.com. Thanks for joining us as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word open. of God's love. We're open to anything that you have. Go ahead and tell him just in your own words. I'm open to anything you have for me today. I am expectant. I am hopeful for anything that you want to do. Lord, we believe that you are our Savior. We believe that you forgive our sins. And just as much as you forgive our sins, you also love to heal our diseases. You love to heal our sickness. You love to heal our relationships. You love to heal. That's that's who you are. You are our healer. So we proclaim that today. We declare that there is no other name above the name of Jesus, and especially in this place today in our lives right now. Lord, we just ask you to forgive us of anything that's that's keeping us from what you want that what you want to do today lord we um we know that um we're not like poor maybe we maybe we all feel this way but we're not murderers but we're but we're but we're sinners we still have sin in our life and sometimes we come into this place and we want to worship but we have reasons why you know what i just can't worship today i can't lift a hand to the lord i can't lift my voice to him because you don't know where i've been you don't know what i've been doing lord we expect forgiveness in this place. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for giving people a new song. Lord, I pray that you give people a new song and we don't wait till the end. That's not our that's not our challenge at the end. It's our challenge at the beginning today that if you are here today and you need forgiveness of your sins, if you need to make yourself right with Jesus, it's right now. It's right now. Just take that moment. There is there is um, doesn't need to be any special anointing for that. It is God's love. He wants to come in. He wants to remind you, hey, I want to forgive you. You are whole in my sight. It doesn't make sense. It's not fair to the rest of us. If we've tried to have a great week and you haven't, God's forgive. He, he let, Jesus forgives us both. And we thank you for your forgiveness. We love you today. We love you today. Go ahead and tell, tell the Lord something in your own words. You don't have to say it out loud. Just say something in your own words to Jesus. I'm ready. I'm expectant. I love you. I thank you for your forgiveness in my life. We praise your name. We praise your name. We're going to sing that song again that you sang, you started with. I don't know that song. I learned it during that, during that um, practice session. Now you know it. I love that part where it says that you are love and joy and peace and it just keeps going. That's who God is. Sing this song. If you don't want to sing it, just listen and let it minister to your heart and do let this be an a instrument where God uh, connects you with him today. As we Get behind these this next generation and fuel them and, and, and encourage them and let us who have gone before them, the forerunners, let us get out of the way and let them come forth in their I gifts and cheer them on. And that's saying, God, you know, it's a possibility that you don't touch it. <laughs> Hope deferred makes the heart sick, Proverbs says. We talked about that last week. And sometimes our hearts get sick and they... They, they don't recover from that because they don't want to hope again. And um, specifically with, with health, with health issues, God wants to touch some things today. Maybe you're going to stand in for somebody today um, that needs a, needs a touch in their body. Anyone have anything you want to share?
Brady, can you share with the Beatles shirt on? I guess you can. I guess that's okay. God uses everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Let me speak a little bit about hope. Hope is something that keeps me going. Since I was a little kid, I've dealt with severe depression. And some days it's worse than others. Some weeks are worse than others. But there's also good days and good weeks and good months. And I attribute that all to Jesus. Because whenever I'm on a high, I always am looking up and saying, what can I do to serve you today? And, you know, it can be hard. It can be very hard to open yourself up and say, Lord, use me. Because a lot of times it's just an uncertainty. You know, what are we going to do? And you can put yourself down. You can put yourself in a spot where it's just, you know, I'm worthless or I'm, I'm hopeless. But there is always hope in Jesus. Always. Amen. Good word. Good word. Yeah. on um, and I feel like he's just said like trust and have faith and that's like such a simple thing that's one of the reasons one we're talking about hope but um, that's one of the reasons I pick these songs is it's I just got to stand and believe that he is God he is good he's bigger than everything he's already conquered and that he is our healer and um, just standing not sitting and believing he's good but standing and fighting to believe it because it's it's not always the easiest but um yeah that's it amen i'll bring you up to speed if you weren't here since last year um we had a new year's day service for some of you that um partied too hard the night before need forgiveness today just kidding um but last year all the way into this year we've talked about love joy peace and then on Christmas Eve, we talked about hope, and we talked about how it's not just one candle that we light. We light and we lit three candles for love, joy, and peace, but we lit a candle of hope, and it spread throughout the room. And I said, look across this room and let this be a testimony of the hope that God wants to multiply in your life this year. Hope is such a, like, twilight zone type word. Like, we think, oh, it's this rabbit's foot that we hold on to it's this horoscope it's this um astro it's this mystic hope i'm just hoping i'm visualizing that this is going to happen and it's not hope is a is a bible word hope is a god word it came from the bible it's not a word that New Agers use to uh, scale the side of Garden of the Gods. And I don't even know what I mean by that. It's, it, hope is not a nonchalant swaying like, I hope, I wish that you would do this, God. Oh, I just wish it. I just wish it. I wish upon a star right now that you'll just make this happen. Hope is, is an anchor. 
in our lives. There's, we're, we'll, we'll talk about, I think that's next week that we're going to talk about that, but it is an anchor in our lives. It is solid. It is a foundational type thing that we build build our lives on. I believe that um, the men were talking about that the other yesterday in this room, talking about foundations. I think that that kind of goes right along with where, where God's put, putting us. Your life, if you feel like, I, I, I want this hope, but I feel like it's swaying back and forth. That's not hope. That's a wish. But God wants to give you hope that is, uh, that is based on not a resolution that you made January first, but it is based on a promise that God gave January first, zero A.D. or before before time began. He gave this promise. He loves his children. He created this earth. Jesus was right along with them, right there, thinking about you, thinking about you, thinking about me. Think he had me in mind when he created this earth, and he had. He had a promise that he wanted to give us not to fail, not to be sick, not to live in sin. But he had a promise that that he would love us and that he would forgive us and that he would heal us and that he would bring us peace, that he would bring us joy. This is a promise from God. God doesn't break his promises to his people. This is this is basic Christianity, we could call it 101. But for a Christian, we think, well, we break our promises. God will break his promise with us. No, he doesn't. God doesn't break his promises. The Living Bible in Proverbs 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when dreams come true at last, there is life and joy. I like it, but I don't like it because it's kind of making hope sound like, oh, dreams... But, but there is life when dreams come to pass in our lives. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but is that desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Let me tell you, your father wants to fulfill hopes that you have. Well, I don't really have any big hopes. He wants to give you hopes. You're not done with what God has for your life yet. You're not done God's still got more. God's got supernatural things he wants to use you to do. You're not wasting, you're not going to waste the rest of the time here just living and just getting to heaven. Like, can't wait to get to heaven. We're not of this world. Thank the Lord. I'm out of here. I'm not even going to make any more friends. I'm not even going to talk to my neighbors. I'm not even going to recycle because it's not of this world. I put it on my car, NTW, not of this world. Yes, that is a great way to live. That's part of our hope. And we'll talk about that, I think, even next week. With that we're we're living here as aliens. This is this is a temporary situation for a permanent thing that God's doing. That's the hope. That's foundation. But today I want to focus especially on hope for healing. We have a hope for our marriages. We have a hope for our kids coming home. I think we're talking about that next uh, two weeks, or hope, hope for our families. Bring your families. If you have some kids you want to get, get them back to the Lord, say, just one week, just come with me, just one week. But this week, I just want to focus on healing. Think about 
you got a lot of other problems, but maybe you need healing. I guess God can do anything in this, or in this if he wants. So whatever you, <laughs> whatever you need today, God can do it. But especially he, he, there's, there's, a, there's an anointing in this room for healing. God's promises bring results. There are examples all over the Bible of when people hoped. They couldn't see it, but they hoped. I hope that you'll do this. Will you touch me, God? I'm just reaching out. I want to touch the hem of your garment. If you just get, when Jesus went by, just, and Jesus stopped. Wait, who just touched me? And his friends are like, dude, there are a thousand people. Everyone's touching you. He said, no, I felt a special touch. Someone was reaching out for a purpose. They had a re they reached and hope for something. And I felt healing go out from me. Who was it? Was it you? And the lady said, yeah, it was me. She had been sick for 40 years with something. She had no idea what it was. And she was healed instantly just because of hope. The boy in Elisha's day that we've talked about that died, remember the, the, the um, mom was on the floor with the child. He, he had died, and Elisha prayed for him, and he came back to life. The lame man at the temple, the man who was deaf, probably a lot of men who were deaf in the Bible that Jesus healed, the man... Think about Lazarus who rose from the dead. I was talking to S Sissy, I call her, Reagan. Last night we were talking about healing. And I said, you know, that still happens today. You see people being raised. There's people that have been raised from the dead even in our day. People have been healed of blindness in our day. People have been healed of deafness in our day. It happens. We looked at some things, and there's some weird things out there, but there are some real things out there. And we looked at some things because now we have YouTube. And people take their phones out, and they and she was like, "Whoa!" We were both blown away. We were both sitting there. Don't want to tell Cynthia this, but at eleven forty-five, we were up. She's like, "I was going to bed at ten, and now we're still looking." Because God still heals today, and we believe in sometimes we pray in a different tongue. Divine is something that language I can't do. because we don't you know what to say. Maybe you might hear me do that today. But we come before you in Jesus' name right now for my brother and my sister, my family. Lord, I feel such a connection with this couple. Lord, I thank you for the Holy Spirit that is on their lives and on their marriage. Lord, I thank you for the work that you are doing there. There is a special anointing today for, for their lives, Lord, for what you're going to do in their lives, for a touch in their lives. I saw, I saw a picture of the two of them um, holding hands and serving you with, with joy. And, and I, I, I just believe um, that you want to touch their... Uh, Touch their family with more kids, Lord. And I just pray, pray uh, touch on, on Marjorie's uh, body and um, anything that could be wrong there, that anything that's out of place, Lord. In Jesus' name, we believe for complete healing. And we just thank you for that right now. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for complete wholeness in this marriage and complete wholeness in this marriage, Jesus. I thank you that they are an example to others. They're an example to their friends. I pray for complete 
wholeness. I pray for for um, uh, ex- uh, overflow of your hope and an overflow of peace in in their in their home with their kids and everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do in the plan that you have for them as they minister to the other people that are in the military. Lord, I pray that they be ministers like they never thought they could. That there's such greater things ahead for them that they would never believe with their eyes. In Jesus' name, amen. That's all there is to it. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Um, Romans 15, 13 says this. Would you look at your Bibles at this place? It might be on the screen as well. Romans 15, 13. Um, talks about, um, it was talking about a prophecy from Isaiah. Um, that hope would come out of nowhere, basically. And he says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That scripture's just been on my heart. The Lord's been um, ministering that to me. And that word abound means to overflow, means to more than you could expect, more than you planned. This year you thought maybe 2017 was a year of coasting. I don't know if that's for you. You thought 2017 was going to be a year of the same, but this year is a year of abounding and what God wants to do in the hope that is inside you for whatever the situation that you're dealing with. I've grown up in um, in Foursquare my whole life, and I talked about the four um, the four foundations of Foursquare. They even have a picture here of the Savior, the healer. I always get mixed up here, like, which one's a healer? But healer, communion, you know, the whole baptizer and the Holy Spirit and soon coming king. And um, I've we've believed for um, people to be healed of sickness my, my whole life. Um, I watch people come to the front and uh, be, be touched of things. I know that in the 20s when... Uh, Amy Sipple McPherson started Foursquare Churches in uh, California and Los Angeles. That building's still there. Cynthia and I and our family have gone there about every year for a Christmas play at, called Angelus Temple. They would used to bring ambulances and park them outside the church because the hospitals were so desperate for the touch. They didn't know what to do with these people that were that tuberculosis and different things. And they would bring them in on stretchers and they would leave walking. They would leave healed. They would, they, there's, there was a creepy little um, museum in Angelus Temple for a while that was all these uh, wheelchairs and uh, stretchers and, uh, Walkers and all these things that Amy Simple had prayed for people and they had been healed and they didn't need them anymore. I remember going and looking at them and as a kid I thought that was creepy but it's really pretty amazing. I would like to have a museum like that here. Um, wouldn't you? Um, as, as a five-year-old I remember being completely deaf. I remember my parents taking me to get tested for kindergarten and they found out that I was just reading their lips, and I didn't know any different. I just, that's just how I, how I communicated. And many times they would say, don't say what. You always say what. Every time we ask you a question, you say what. And it's because I say what, and I looked at their lips. And I went to the doctor, and they said, yeah, he's deaf. 
we're taking them. You're, next week, you're going to bring them back. We're going to the Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital, and we're going to uh, work on some ideas. Maybe we can do hearing. Maybe we can do some things in his ears. Maybe he'll be able to at least hear uh, um, vibrations. They brought me to church the next week. They didn't even know to pray for it. They put me on the altar. They actually literally stood me up on the altar because I was short. I was a kid, and I wanted everyone to see. And I remember they put the oil on my on my head. And there's not a special place you're supposed to put it, but I just remember it so, so uh, I just vividly. And I remember having my hand in my dad's pocket, um, just like kind of nervous. And they prayed. It wasn't a long prayer. And... Um, from that day forward, I heard 100%. I went to the doctor that week, and they said, this is a different child. I know I hear these stories, right? And you're like, yeah, right, whatever. They said, where is the other child? Is you, what, this is your other child? Where's the one that we worked on last week? This is, a different, this is a different child. They see the records. It was a different doctor. They didn't know who that kid was. They never met me. And they said, no, this is the same. This is Stephen. This is the same one. And they said, his hearing, when we do that, is better than any average person's hearing. And from that day forward, I could hear. I, but I just grew up that way. I just knew that God does things like that. There's, there's a Bible verse in James um, that you and I both know. Maybe you don't know it. It says this, Hebrews chapter 5, or James chapter 5, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James. It says in chapter 5, verse 14, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for elders of the church. I think it could be anyone, but this is what it says here. Let, I mean, anyone who believes. But let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Is that scripture true or not true? Is it true or not true? Well, there's some scriptures in the Bible. I've done this before. I'm not going to do it to this Bible, but I ripped it out. And I said, well, that's not true. We're going to move on to something else. Oh, I almost ripped it. That's not true. We don't do that, do we? Either it's true or it's not true. If you pray, you believe, it, it, it is done. Well, you don't know how long I've been praying. You don't know what I'm praying for. You don't know what I'm asking. You don't know how impossible it seems what I need. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's someone in your family. You can't possibly understand the lack of hope I feel. I just don't have very much hope at all. Maybe that's you. It's just, I just barely see it. It's dim. It's dim. And forgive me if this is repetitive for some of you. But um, let me remind you that we celebrated a holiday about two weeks ago. It said, the hopes and fears. It's not a Bible verse. It's a song. It's a carol. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in the that night. Hope was born into the world through the most very dim of circumstances. Dim is not an excuse why hope for healing can't happen. 
Hope thrives in places where others say, nope, no room here. There's no room in this inn here. You go somewhere else. Hope lives in those kind of places. Miracles take place in messy stables. Are you a messy stable? Hope miracles take place there. In fact, I believe cancer can seem like one of the most dim circumstances. I hate that word, cancer. But just last month, God healed cancer in one of our family here. Mary Lou, she's right there. Last week, we, learned, we were reminded that all Jesus asked, the one who delights in us, Jesus, you know, the one who cares about you, the one that you cares about you more than you care about him, the wants to meet with you more than you want to meet with him, all he asks is that you um, go to church three times a week, read your Bible, sing healer, the song healer like seven times a day. No. All he asks is that you would ask him. The man that was blind said, Jesus, I know you're there. And he says, what do you want me to do for you? That's it. What do you want me to do? It seems too simple. The gospel's good news, and that's what he asks. That's all he asks. What do you want? Just voice it to him. Voice what you want him to do for you. Jesus, I want to see. It's not a formula. It's not Stephen. It's not elders I want to see. It's not um, who's the, who, Benny Hinn, we need him here, or whoever it is that you believe in. It's Jesus. Jesus, I want to see. Jesus, the name of Jesus the offensive name of Jesus in our world today. I don't know why people can say God. They can't say Jesus. Jesus, I want to be made whole. You talk to Jesus. Jesus will do that for you. You don't even have to be a good preacher and you just say the word Jesus and you sound like a good preacher, don't you? Say the word Jesus with me. Say Jesus. Jesus, I want to be well. There's something about the name of Jesus. What do you want him to do for you today? Just close your eyes. I told someone that this might be a different kind of service for you, so come back next week if you don't like it. But I got a feeling you'll like it just because the Holy Spirit is in this place. God's presence is in this place. I sense I'm here. I don't. Want, I, I am the last one in the world to want to make something happen. I grew up in church. I've seen it misunderstood. I've seen it abused. I don't want to be that kind of person. God, whatever, whatever you want to do. If I talk to you about helping me pray, be ready in a minute. I'm going to ask you to help me pray. And the way we're going to do it is that we're going to, if you need prayer, um, um, you can do it however you want. You can go to someone. But I would ask that you just make a step of faith. Take a step and come to the front. And then someone's going to come behind you. We're just, and you're just going to wait until that person comes. But there'll be the right person will come behind you that has the faith for that situation. That's the way I see it working. And you're going to pray. Uh, we have a word, too, about hope. Can you share, share your word, too? I, I want to be first because I was at church, and I was doing church work. And I reached over this week, right. and something popped back here. And so I'm 
I'm walking crooked today. But here's my word. I like hope. This is my favorite phrase. It's confident expectation. And if I can receive that with a fresh today, Pastor Steve, in other words, in me, I am confident and I'm expecting that that hitch, that, that, that oh, that spot that gets me. I, I don't yeah, need that spot. So that's, there, right? It's confident. They're like, hey, what's this place? You know, so we pulled up, we came in and instantly it was like, this is a place for us. Like, this is it right here. Like, nothing compared. Like, it was perfect. And I just wanted everyone in here to know, like, everybody that walking in here was just the best thing ever because it was a perfect size. You were so welcoming. And all these people, all you guys, I don't even know. Like every time I come in, a new person's like, hey, how's it going? Or how are you? And we love that. So inspiration-wise, I just wanted all of you guys to know, each and every one of you, that you guys all make a difference in our lives like every Sunday. And that's why we keep coming back because you guys are the ones that made that difference for us. So thank you guys, everybody. Would you guys, amen. Would you, would you stand... Randy, could you get that oil over there? And we're going to just pray. Would you guys too stand? Um, she said, talked about panic attacks. She's had some of those episodes, and I don't know where you're at in that, but God wants to touch all of that. I know we've talked uh, a little bit more extensively about some of the things that um, you've dealt with, and um, no more, no more today. We're, we're declaring it, no more. It's not going to happen. It's over with. And who has, who has a faith to believe for this? I just want you to, you get over here and you put your hand on their shoulder if that's like you or you just like reach out your hand. Because hope is not a, 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 it's not a wish. It's a gift from the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that it is proof and the first fruits of the Spirit. It is proof. Hope, that's what it is. It is it is a gift to you, and I, I bestow this gift on you. I give it to you in the name of Jesus. Hope, hope I speak into your, into your mental capacity, into your physical capacity, into your marriage. Lord, I speak hope in Jesus' name. I speak complete, complete, entire, in complete, entire healing in Jesus' name. We have no other word to use but Jesus. At the name of Jesus, uh, th those things need to bow in, 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 in Jesus' name. And we believe for that right now. We declare hope. We declare no more. We declare no more of this. We don't even want to be thinking, when is this going to happen again for me? When is this going to attack me? It's gone. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. I rebuke any spirit that would like to come over that home, would like to come over that car, would like to come over that family. I, wherever it is, Lord, we rebuke it. You have no place. You have no place in this family. You have no place in this home. You have no place in this world. In Jesus' name, this is a man of God who love you, a man and women of God. God who love you and that want to be strong for you and want to be leaders in their community and in their workplaces and in their in their neighborhoods and in their family. Let them be that. Let them be that man and women of God that they never could imagine that they could be. Lord, we know that you've called them to do great things in the past, but we believe Seek for greater things in the future. Knock, the best is and yet it will to be come open to you. And the best is yet for everyone who asks receives. No, I don't like that verse. I'm going to just rip that out of the Bible. We're, everyone who asks receives. He who seeks will find. To him who knocks. My mom used to do this in Sunday school. 
I remember always the, the door will be opened for everyone who asks receives. What man is there among you? If your son asks you for bread, will you give him a snake? No. My son asked for something I want to give him. I want to give him. That's my heart. That's my heart as a father. I'm not even a perfect father, but if he asks and it's according to, you know, what he needs in his life, I know what he needs. I'll, I'll get it for him. He asked me for a crystal Pepsi. I will go to the Walmart that night, and I, not always, but I will. Last night I did that. We went and got 15 of them, crystal Pepsis. We saw on eBay that they're a rarity, I guess. They were selling for $20 each. We bought 15 of them. He bought them with his own money. I paid $3 of it, but I brought them. I brought them because he asked me to. But how many of you, if your son asked for a bread, would you give him a stone? Or if he asked for a fish, would you give him a snake? If you then being evil, then how, then know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father, who is not evil, Nothing who is special about our hands, but when we lay our hands on the sick, they will recover, which I take that as that the Holy Spirit, our God, is on our hands, that he chooses to use people to see miracles happen. And he's going to use you today to see a miracle happen. In, I want Put you your to hand stand on, to your their, feet. on their back. I want you to lift your hands. Like, let the Father see it. Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? That is his question. That is his question. You tell him, this is what I want you to do for me. Stand to your feet and say, this is what I want you to do for me. I declare hope in this place. I declare hope not as a, not as a wish, but as a promise based on the blood of Jesus, based on Jesus, based on his blood on the cross, based on his power, based on him uh, sitting at the right hand of God. We pray for promises to, be come, to come true in this place today. I pray for healings to take place. I pray for res restoration to take place. Lord, Lord speak to us whisper to us. Holy Spirit, whisper to someone today that is in a situation of deferred hope and you tell them, you speak hope to them. You give them that gift of hope back in Jesus' name. Let that first fruits of the Holy Spirit come back to them. Let them see the, uh, the gift that you want to put back into their hearts, put back into their family, put back into their relationship, put back into whatever that situation is. We rely on you. We rely on you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank God, as you worship God, as you as you seek Him, as you knock, as you search for Him, as you come hard after Him, as you come desperately to Him. Your answers will be seen. They will come to pass. For others of you, they quit they, the word to you. You don't have to come hard. You don't have to come with with a heavy heart, with with try with trying. But you just come and you just receive. It'll happen just like that. Like a snap of a finger. Some of you, his answer to your prayer is just right now. Can I have the crystal Pepsi? Yes, you can. Let's go right now. Let's go to the store. Let's get it. 
Your Father God knows what you need when you need it. He knows what you need when you need it. He knows He knows where you're at. He knows where you're at. Some of you don't miss the opportunity. It's not going to be a long, long journey walk. It's going to be a question and it's going to be an answer. It's going to be a question. It's going to be an answer right away to you before you leave this place, before you leave that prayer, before the song is over, your answer can happen. That's how God works sometimes. I declare that right now for you. Let it be. Let us be a community that sees the impossible in and through us. We want to be a community that sees the impossible in and through us. It's been done in Jesus' name. Jesus. Okay, everyone look up at me if you're You see the hands that are raised. We thank you for gifts, Lord. You, you have so many gifts for us. And I, I, I bestow this gift of healing hands on, on this congregation, on these people, on this brother, on this sister, on this, uh, this one who desires to be used by you in the supernatural realm, in their neighborhood, uh, to their neighbor, to a, in a place where it would be unexpected, that they would have some kind of special faith that, that says, last time maybe I wouldn't have prayed, but this time there's something on my hands. I know it. It's healing hands. And he maybe even after you leave today, before you leave, I believe in representation. I believe in um, and, uh, 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 letting something symbolize. Put some oil on your hands. And Lord, I pray your Holy Spirit be on our hands in Jesus' name. Let them be healing hands. We thank you. Thank you. You know, often when Jesus prayed in the Bible, um, well, he didn't pray because he was, he was Jesus. He didn't pray to Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm Jesus. He just declared it. And I think sometimes there's time for prayer. Oh, pray. We just, we just know the situation. We just know what's going on. You know the mom that's in this, this uncle or the, the brother or the sister of the neighbor. We you know what's going on. Sometimes you don't need to know any of that. You just pray and you say, in Jesus' name, be healed. That's all. I, I'm very simple. And that's, I, like uh, Bryce said, he doesn't know what to pray in front of people. I don't either. I just say, in Jesus' name, be healed. God can do that through you. You don't have to have a special the prayer to do. Love. Um, you can sing that we last We can be song. a crashing gong or a clanging cymbal, as 1 Corinthians 13 says, if we don't have your love, wash that love over us. Let us be supernatural in our love to those around us. Let us never be called a church who doesn't love. Let us never be called a church who doesn't, uh, who, who, who just wants, what, what, what do you got for me? What do you got for me? But that we would always be about others. As we, as we seek your love, other things come. I just believe for that for many in this room today. That's a, maybe that's just a word for me because I keep saying it, and that's the word I got for myself. Um, so continue to be that kind of uh, mouthpiece, that 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 hand to those around you. Keep seeking. Today, some of you are leaving with healing, complete healing. I need to hear about it. We need to hear about it because next week we're talking about hope again. When we come here, that's what we want. I would I want the day where we come into church. 
we fellowship, we drink coffee, and then we just fellowship with God, and no one needs to do anything. I don't know if that can happen. I don't know in America if we're probably too carnal for that to happen, but we just, oh, God, just do what you want. Oh, what is he doing today? I don't know. What are you speaking about? Well, I have this plan, but who knows? You know, that don't you want the Holy Spirit just to do that for us? <laughs>